Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. everybody how you doing Woo! well that's good welcome to broad street hockey radio's green loop green room live post game my name is bill Matz. i am your director of fun and games for the evening i won't say that was the most fun i won't say that was the most dangerous the flyers have looked uh i won't say it's the most exciting game they've played but i will say even with that third period where they were basically killing a penalty for 20 minutes uh with the way they played that's the best they've looked just in terms of playing a complete hockey game. Uh, would have liked a little more pressure in the third. That would have been awesome. But I am just very pleased with a huge regulation win in Washington. Washington's first uh, loss in regulation at home. They've been very good. Uh, you kept Ovechkin off the board, which absolutely has to be the number one priority with this team. Um, I I am excited about the way the Flyers played tonight. I know even, you know, a couple of nights ago they went with a shutout and I called it an unsatisfying shutout. And people, you know, took umbrage with that. Like, how can you be unsatisfied by a shutout? Well, you know, I I didn't love what I saw. But uh, tonight, especially through the first 40 minutes, I was a real big fan of what I saw uh, in all three zones against the Washington Capitals. I want to make this about you guys. It's a Saturday night show. So uh, even though Clear Rum isn't sponsoring tonight's show, I will say uh, tonight's show is brought to you by Clear Rum. If you heard me try to pronounce Green Room, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I, I Before we get started, I'm going to get to your calls. I'm going to get to all that stuff right away. I will say uh, on the last show, I said Clear Rum is available at Peddler's Village, uh, and I said it was in the city, which I, I was clearly just vamping and talking nonsense. Uh, we all know it's in New Hope. We've all been there at least once. Jesus, if you're in a long-term relationship, you've been to Peddler's Village a couple of times. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but had a few clear rums tonight. Feeling real good. Feeling great about this Flyers win. So let's just get right to everyone's calls and let's lead it off with Ian Ackerman. Ian, you are live on the post game. Ian, can you hear me? Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, there you are. Yep. Yeah. How's it going, man? How you doing? Very well. How are you tonight? Doing good. I uh, wasn't able to listen to the game tonight, but uh, man, I will take it. That makes up for uh, the sting from the other night. Um, but uh, I wanted to know what you thought. How did Martin Jones look? I mean, it sounds like he had a great game. Martin Jones, once again, continuing to prove me wrong. Uh, it was, I really loved how, how, uh, how Jim Jackson called his saves, especially in the third period. He said, I want to say he's spectacular. I want to say he's miraculous, something like that. But he was really just being solid. He was standing his ground and making the save, letting the defense clear the rebound. Martin Jones looks like 
everything we could have asked for and more. You know how down I was on the signing. Uh, like on the next on the next podcast, oh, I am going to ask, and it's going to drive them nuts, which is why I'm going to ask it. At what point do we get Martin Jones more games? Like that's what I came away thinking tonight. Okay, that's awesome. Um, I forgot to mention also, uh, you guys did a great interview with Homer. Uh, the other day, I listened. To that. I really enjoyed that. That was good stuff. I'm glad we had a. We were really happy to be able to do that. Um, I got to ask Paul Holmgren about the Johnstown Jets, which made my whole season. I don't even give give a shit about the Flyers at this point. I do, obviously. Uh, but it, it was really cool to be able to do that. And uh, the alumni game, Hall of Fame, all of that, all of that is going to be first class. So uh, I was. That was really a lot of fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it's awesome. I just got one more question, then I'll sign off. Uh, did Risto and Tom Wilson, did they uh, have a fight? Did they duke it out? Did they check each other? They didn't. Uh, there was, I think, at the end of the second period, Tom Wilson, right at the buzzer, put a little hit on uh, put a hit on Ristolainen, and Ristolainen went to answer back, and then it was just a huge scrum. It looked like Ovi got in over the top. Nothing really happened, but... I think keeping the idea that they have McEwen and they have Ristolainen, it just keeps Wilson at check, like in check. I know he's a good player. He's going to make his plays. He's going to do yeah. what he does. But if he's not taking runs on everybody, uh, the two guys whose job it is to be physical did their job tonight. All right. Thanks a lot, Ian. Really appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Dan Allen. Dan, you are live on the post game. Dan Allen. Hit, Sorry, I there, you are. there you are. There you are. Uh, bring on the goalie controversy. I'm here for it. Just kidding. <laughs> I love I love that sound. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, if it's a good goalie controversy, I'm all for it. Hey, if if this is uh, what happens on the Flyers side, terrible goalies, maybe they should try to acquire Matt Murray next season. <laughs> bring him back to form. Yeah, Tristan Jari in a few years, just bring them all on. That sounds yeah. It would be nice for the, there to be uh, like a, a reverse jinx every now and then instead of a athletes becoming terrible when they get here they actually become good it'd be nice um yeah i uh i, I wanted to shout out the uh the Ristolainen and sandheim pairing today because you know really good especially they were particularly uh Ristolainen, and I'm, i've been pretty forgiving of him and he was really 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 bad against the penguins along with most of the team but they really bounced back uh, yeah, were, uh, very impressive yeah, absolutely. If we're gonna if we're gonna crush both of them when they have games like they had against Pittsburgh, I have to give it to both Ristolainen and Sanheim tonight. Uh, Ristolainen just did his job. He gets an assist, uh, getting down low, being aggressive. Sanheim looked like a lot more like that uh, that aggressive guy who pushes the pace uh, than we've seen recently. That's what I want out of Sanheim. Like he's not good at anything else. He needs to attack. Uh, I liked what I saw out of that pair tonight. Yeah, it looks like they both need to be aggressive in order to be uh, as effective as they can be. Ristolainen, when he's hitting people that way and not taking himself out of the play, doing it as uh, as effective as he can be. Um, and the other thing, uh, I uh, I love uh, I I'm I need more Derek Broussard punching people in the head from the bench. Uh, that was that was pretty nice. Uh, a little more fun. like it's such. Thank God they didn't score on the power play. It's such a, like, when you have Ovechkin on the other side, if you're up against the Oilers, like, that's the exact type of penalty that loses you a game. But they killed it, and he comes back and scores a goal. So I actually loved that he did it. Yeah. And uh, the last thing I'll say is, uh, 
I don't know who the heck this Zach McEwen and and Patrick Brown are, but they're I like them. They're good. <laughs> good uh, fortune. I mean, yeah, and thanks a lot, Dan. Really appreciate it. Uh, what I'll say about those fourth liners is it's it's a I won't even say a luxury. It's just something the Flyers haven't had on their fourth line. Like these guys are, you know, they go and sign Nate Thompson. They pick up Patrick Brown on waivers. They pick up McEwen on waivers. These are like semi at least NHL caliber guys like they're not just call-ups that you're hoping can do it they're they're at least guys who've played in the league some and it, it, it's really nice that uh the offseason listen I've given Chuck Fletcher as much shit as anybody you all remember last season when I said you know since the summer where he brought in Braun, Niskanen and Hayes he's done exactly nothing to improve the team that was totally true and I stand by that criticism. But this summer, uh, the signings he made, the trades he made, and then just being aggressive, like, oh, there's a guy on waivers who we think is better than some of our fourth liners, especially with the injuries we have. Yeah, let's go claim them off waivers. Why wouldn't we? And they're they're guys who are contributing. They're playing minutes for a team that's winning more than it's losing right now, and that's something we haven't had in a little bit. Nikki Hall. Nikki, you are live on the post game. Hey, Bill. How are you? How you doing tonight, Nikki? Doing all right, doing all right. Had to get off the bus. So <laughs> went on the go. Um, yeah, tonight's game, I actually didn't see it. I listened to it, but it was actually, I have to say, I'm thoroughly impressed with um, with how the overall team play was from the other night. Like, you know, honestly, seeing Provorov so calm and reserved tonight, honestly, like, kind of took me back his rookie year. I just like... Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's his his play defensively tonight was excellent. Uh, it's the most he stood out all season, and it was on the defensive end. Uh, I I was really happy with what I saw out of Provi, and not to mention his partner tonight. You know, can't can't short Justin Braun. Uh, Nikki, we got a lot of background noise. You usually call in twice uh, when we have a little bit more uh, when we have a little bit more silence in the background. I will go back to you. You know I will. Uh, but yeah, Ivan Provorov was, man, was this his best game of the season this year? I, uh, it, it would it would be hard to say it wasn't. He he looked like that solid guy in the defensive zone, the guy you can absolutely count on. Uh, he made play after play defensively tonight. Uh, Ryan Christman. Ryan, you were live on the post game. Hey, Bill. How you doing tonight? Second time, long time. <laughs> Glad to have you, Ryan. How's it going? I'm doing real well, man. Dude, that fourth line past uh, two or three games, that, that line looks nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was uh, I was interested to see that, you know, they lost the last game, so let's switch up the lineup a little bit. Albay Cubell comes out, Brown comes in, and they were good on the forecheck tonight. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, I can't complain. And then you got uh, you got contributions from uh, Ristolina. <laughs> Uh, you know, he gets his first assist, you know, I don't know how many, but it's, it's what I called about was how about that brawn keep in? Ah, there you go. Ryan, Ryan, uh, brings up the, it was the secret, uh, I guess, you know, this is, he's the, you know, X number caller, Ryan, what is your, uh, what's your Twitter handle? And I will hit you up after this to, uh, get you those tickets. Uh, I don't have. I actually don't have Twitter. Um, I follow you just to find out when the uh, when the post game is going to be. 
but uh, I'll I'll email I'll email uh, Broad Street Hockey. That sounds perfect. That that will work. All right, I really appreciate it. Yeah, but uh, I mean, we can still talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I thought I thought overall good uh, good good team win. Um, a lot less shenanigans. I thought that there would be. Uh, I think maybe Zach McEwen has something to do with that, and Rista Linen in the lineup. Uh, they didn't try any the ostentatious shit like they did during the preseason. Yeah, and Ryan, you have some uh, background noise. I really appreciate it. But yeah, it was it was a lot lower event hockey than I was expecting. Uh, there was, you know, in the preseason, things got contentious. These teams have played uh, these teams have played some games in the past. We all know, like they can get out of hand going back years, uh, you know, under this, uh, the current iterations of these two teams. And I do think, listen, you know, Tom Wilson's going to take, take his runs. Uh, he had, he had that hit on Couturier uh, that was very close to being a boarding. He was very low. I mean, everyone involved was very lucky, but like they're down to nothing. Tom Wilson is going to take a run at somebody because, if he takes out Sean Couturier, we're down our 1C. If it gets called, it gets called. So be it. We were already up to nothing to begin with. And if it sparks his team, it sparks his team. So there's there's a lot of things Tom Wilson's just going to do because he can and because he knows he can get away with them. I do think I, – I don't know how much McEwen and Ristolainen played into it, but the fact that we have those guys makes me – if something is to happen, like Couturier doesn't have to get up from almost getting boarded and fight that guy. Like someone else will risk the line and will step in McEwen will take down the number and go, I'm going to get him next game. There's just, it puts me a little more at ease. And I understand why players say, even if there's no tangible effect in their minds, having guys like that, it, uh, it helps things. All right, uh, Anna, she, her. Anna, you are live on the post game. Hey, Bill, how's it going? How's it going tonight, Anna? I'm just hanging with my dog after a Flyers win. Pretty excited. That was that was a huge win. This is the first win. You know, uh, Seattle was – they beat the shit out of them, but Seattle looked gassed, and they're not very good to begin with. This is the first win where I will go. This was a huge two points. This and the Boston game. Boston, Boston doesn't look great, but Boston's a decent team. Boston is a to decent team. Them. That's I just I guess I like the way they played, especially the first forty minutes, the most tonight, more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Charlie tweeted before the game that tonight is the game where the statistics start to matter, and this is kind of a prove it game for the Flyers, and I think they really proved it. They did absolutely, uh, Charlie. We have the conversation every year. It's like it's got to be about ten games before you really look at numbers, before you look at advanced stats, and there's any sort of sample size you can really look at. And the Flyers territorially have not looked good this year. Tonight, man, I think they did a hell of a job in all three zones and uh, and won the game because of how solid they looked, making play move towards the offensive zone, and that's how you win. I'm really happy about six two and two. Have a good night. I am as well. Six two and two. Uh, When you say six and four, it doesn't sound awesome. Like all right, six and four, they're above five hundred. Cool. But when you say six two and two, it feels real nice. 
And just looking at this division, looking at how they're going to have to stack points, you only come away with uh, one point against Pittsburgh the other night when Pittsburgh's missing half its team. We all talked about how disappointing that was. To come out tonight, get two points, get two points in regulation against a good Washington team. I am excited about this one. All right, let's go to uh, Mitch Babin. Mitch, you are live on the post game. Mitch, do you have an unmute button? You're still muted, Mitch. I can see it. It's like not turning off. All right, Mitch. Uh, I will come back to you shortly. Let's go to Nikki Hall. Nikki Hall is back with us live on the post game. Hello. Hey, how's it going, Nikki? All right. Is the is there any background noise? I, no, no. You're good now. Okay. It was just there was a lot going on in the back. Before. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm just getting home now. Um. Yeah. Uh, the other couple things I wanted to. I can definitely say that I love the. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say it. I'm going to just say it right now that I think Jones is definitely one of the more underrated pickups in my opinion. I mean, I don't know how you would, how you feel, but I feel like he's kind of like an underrated backup. I mean, listen, I was, I hated the move when it happened and he's done nothing but prove me wrong so far. He's been excellent. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I apparently when it connected to internet, it cut you off. I, I don't, I no, I'm just – I think Martin Jones has been absolutely excellent. He's done nothing but prove me wrong. Uh, he's been uh, mm-hmm. nothing short of everything they could have possibly – I can't believe they had higher expectations than what he's given them so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing. It's definitely, definitely, uh, it's definitely a good thing. Um, what else do I want to touch up on? Uh, yeah, I definitely say that this, is, this was a bigger – a much – Yes, I can see where you're coming from. This actually feels like a solid win against a good Washington team, but it's just like, I mean, with the shutout the other night, I kind of halfway expected it. And, you know, that loss to Pittsburgh kind of like had me down. And I was just like, I mean, I was honestly low key expecting them to lose tonight. I'm glad they didn't. Thank God. (laughs) Um, But when you hold Ovechkin off the scoreboard like that, that immediately said to me right there, like, this is a winnable game. Like, if he gets, if he even gets so much as like an assist, I know that it's going to be like a dogfight to the end, which it almost was. Thankfully, it wasn't. <laughs> no, 100%. And thanks a lot, Nikki. Uh, like, Ovechkin has been excellent this year. He looks every bit as good as Alex Ovechkin has ever looked. And, you know, the way he killed the Flyers last year, you're coming in. Martin Jones is playing. It's not Carter Hart. I know Jones has been awesome. But when I see the backups going, I think, okay, this is kind of one of those – if we don't have a – if we play above ourselves, we can win. Otherwise, we're kind of chalking it up as a loss. And they did such a good job defensively keeping Jones clean, uh, seeing the initial shot. And Jones, for his part, uh, did everything he needed to do. Um, this – I'm so happy with this win. All right. Uh, Tanner Robertson. Tanner, you were live on the post game. Hey, Bill. How you doing? How's it going tonight, Tanner? I'm good. You know, I, I'll just start off by saying so earlier this year, I moved from Philly to Madison, Wisconsin, and I went to my first Badgers hockey game last night. I got to watch uh, Cole Caulfield's brother win in overtime. So that was pretty cool. Um, but the game tonight. So, you know, people have already hit a lot of the big things. But one of the things that hasn't been talked about yet is our penalty kill has gone from just absolute dog shit to like pretty damn good. Um, and this is all without Kevin Hayes. We're going to be adding Kevin Hayes to this mixture. I, I can't, you know, I don't know what, what your thoughts are about what has turned around. I mean, it's partially Atkinson just getting so many shorthanded breaks, but the penalty kill has been great. 
Yeah, it really has been, and that was a huge key to tonight's game. You take enough penalties, you take enough penalties against Washington, and Ovechkin's going to score a goal eventually. But uh, they did a good job of lim- limiting the chances all around. They penalty kill in the third period. It's like less than five minutes left. That was gigantic. Uh, can't say enough about the the penalty kill either. They've been a little more aggressive, and I think it's been paying off. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think this was our best. Like, the defense looked the best this game to my eyes. I mean, Sanheim, Risto, Provy had a great game. I can't say enough good things about Braun. And then you, you just always are remembering that Ryan Ellis at some point, hopefully sooner rather than later, is coming back into this mixture. And it really feels like this might be a really good hockey club this year. Um, I'm feeling optimistic. Uh, I appreciate that, Tanner. Like, I'm feeling optimistic as well. Tonight is the night that made me start to feel real good about this team. Uh, We talk about, yeah, maybe we'll get Ellis back at some point. It doesn't sound like he's going to be ready for next game. But the fact that they're winning games, they're stacking these points that they need to. I talked about, uh, you know, starting with the last game against Pittsburgh, the next 15 to 20 games were going to be absolutely huge with the strength of schedule they were going up against. And, yeah, losing to Pittsburgh, albeit in overtime, Time, that was disappointing but now two games into this stretch they have three out of four points I will take three out of four points regardless of circumstance at all times uh it's it's starting to be like we can trust this team which is scary it's scary to everybody uh but the goaltending's good the defense is coming around we've been we've been waiting to see how this defense would go and uh you know they are going to get Ellis back at some point. Doesn't sound like it's going to be necessarily all that soon, but he is coming back, and they are holding it down with them. They just held Washington. They just held the Capitals to one goal. That's that's gigantic. I, how much better could you possibly do? Uh, Mitch Babin is back with us. Mitch, you were live on the post game. Hey, Bill. I think I got the mute button figured uh, out now. Yep. There you are. How's it going tonight, Mitch? Good, man. Good. First time, long time from Saskatchewan. I don't think I've got a woo from you yet this game, though. Thank you. Needed that. How cl- you're in Saskatchewan, so how close are you to Moose Jaw? Uh, Moose Jaw is about two hours away. I was there this summer. All right. I don't. I don't know anything about the geography of Canada. I just know that uh, Billy and Slapshot is from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. So that's Not the too- only thing I think. That's the only thing I think of when I hear it. Yeah, we've got some legendary town names in this province. Um, I, you guys touched on it already, but Provorov in the defensive zone, his composure is just crazy. It looked so good this game. He was physical. His clears got out on the first attempt. He made a few first passes. Provorov, this is – and it was just defensive. Yeah. This is the best he's looked all year. Yeah, there was a couple times where he stopped and held the puck, made a little turn, tight turn, and just opened up a little bit of time and space and got the puck out. It was pretty impressive to see. Uh, I, I feel like Lindblom is overdue too. Man, he's really like – it just feels like he has a big game coming, and we're, we we keep seeing him get opportunities. Uh, I, I would love to uh, I would love to see Lindblom really break through soon. I would love to see that line really crack through soon. You know, Lawton's got a few. JVR had the one, I believe it was on the power play, but yeah, they've been pretty damn good, and they're just not showing up on the score sheet. Which hey, that means they're going to at some point, and maybe it'll be when they really need it when the first two lines aren't scoring. You know, Broussard. Had, uh, had been cold coming in tonight. He gets the one for the second line. But I, after th- this game tonight has me optimistic, thinking they're going to score real soon, and it'll be big goals for us. 
I totally agree. He reminds me a lot of uh, Couturier when he was younger. I know they play different positions, but just being put down on that third line and more of a shutdown swat, he's not getting that many points, but he has the potential, I think, to really break out again. I'm expecting that from him. The last thing before Mitch, I think that's a great no, I think that's a great comparison, Mitch, just in that like Couturier, before he was scoring, we'd see him create these chances. Yeah. He'd be in the right place and they just wouldn't go. And right. uh, that's kind of where we are right now with Limblom. I know he had the huge uh, season right before, you know, the cancer diagnosis and then everything right. went to shit, obviously. But and that kind of raised our expectations for him. But realistically, he was going to be a third line player. If he can be this guy who's in the right place at the right time and then every now and then put one in, uh, he'll he'll be more than uh, good for us. And I think that every now and then is coming real soon. Yeah, for sure. Last thing before I go here, you think Giroux is going to stay at the point per game pace? Man, he's been good. Uh He's had so he's had so many point per game and point per game seasons and thanks a lot Mitch. I mean that's basically who he is. Yes, has he dipped down in recent years at some point, but also when I thought he was when I thought he was starting to decline the last time he had 102 points. I realized that was a few years ago, but he's he's just an awesome fucking hockey player, man. Claude Giroux will always be productive. Will he be a point per game player forever? No, because nobody is. But God damn, if you don't see what he contributes to this team at this point, if you don't appreciate Claude Giroux for being as awesome as he is, I, I don't think I can help you. All right, uh, Nikki Hall, Nikki is back. You're muted, Nikki. Oh, sorry about that. Um, there, there you are. Anyway, what was I going There was one more thing that I want to touch up on. Um, do you think that as far as the first period goes, like, well, I guess more so the second than the first, but do you think that there's more – do you think that we'll actually see a second period like we had with uh, this game? Because, like, honestly, this – they even mentioned on the broadcast that this second was, like, what probably one of our better seconds because we're not really that big with second periods. I mean, yeah, we have our slow start with first, but, like – Yeah, I, that period-by-period period stuff I do think can sometimes, like – it's kind of luck, like you're good in the first, you're not good in the second. I don't know. It's just 40 minutes of hockey. Uh, it is great to see that after playing well for 20 minutes, they didn't just rest back in the second period. They attacked. They won the period. They did an excellent job. Uh, I hope that they can have just more – it's more just about having complete efforts like they did tonight. It wasn't all offense. It wasn't the goalie bailing you out. Everybody kind of just did their job tonight. They, they had a few more chances to score uh, than the couple of goals they did. But I just want to see, knowing that they're capable of this now, I'm going to hold them to this standard. Like, I'm excited about tonight. I'm really happy about these two points. But going forward, mm -hmm. these first 40 minutes, this is how I'm going to judge them. So it's just the first 40 minutes that we're going to see whether they do good or not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but no, yeah. I get it, though. It's just... You know, it's interesting they brought it up because it's just like, you know, we've had slow starts. You know, it's been varying game by game. But, like, yeah, I know tonight kind of – I don't want to say it mirrored the other night in Pittsburgh because I don't think it really did because, like – but, you know, in the same sense, I was kind of like – and they even – and I know I say it, mentioning the broadcast, but they did. It's just like, you know, they should have been rewarded with something for that first because they really came out fire. And then they – that was the one thing that they did, I think. I don't know if it was ever brought up. Is that they matched LaViolette's – game plan or game play, whatever it was called, but like, but no, and you know, you know, LaViolette is going to come at you 
right away. Like that's right. they like to score. They like to score early, getting on teams right away. Like they're going to overwhelm you with their offense. That's look at the players they have on that team. Uh, being able to mm. come away, even though it's zero zero, they had to feel like they won that first period. I mean, they have. I mean, you do want to try and get. I mean, I'm not saying that you know going into the second scores is a bad thing. I mean, it could be a good thing too. I don't know. It's, it's one of those. It's it's really one of those things. And like, um, no. And there is one last thing I want to say, and then I'll be done. Um, so, do we think we roll with Jones for next game, or do you think we're going to get Harden for Toronto, or what? Do we is that really just going to be? I think it's Hart. I think it's going to be Hart. Uh, tonight was kind of surprising for me. I was a little surprised to see Jones tonight, but he's been good, so you want to reward him and you want to keep him sharp. But I do think, for the most part, when it's not back-to-backs, we are going to see Carter Hart. Uh, it's early. They have a lot of hockey, and they have a lot of hockey against good teams coming up. So they're going to want to go with the sharp goalie. They're going to they're want to keep both rolling uh, so they don't run into any sort of situation where all of a sudden Martin Jones is starting for the first time in 10 days. But uh, I think it's going to be mostly the Carter Hart show. Mm-hmm. But finally, I have confidence in the backup that when he's in there, they could win the game as we saw tonight. Yeah, it's it's uh it's gonna be. I'm very interested to see how they do in these coming games with the Leafs and the Hurricanes. Hurricanes actually lost tonight to Florida, which kind of low key surprised me. I'm not gonna lie. And they did. It was surprising, and I think and, uh, Barkov missed the game tonight, and the uh, and Florida still won. That's wow. <laughs> it just goes to show you could be missing your top players, and if you can still find ways to win games, I mean that's that kind of does what jars a. And thanks as always. I'm not gonna lie; it makes me feel it makes me feel a little better about the Penguins game the other night. Like, yeah, a little all bit, right, yeah. Yeah, like Carolina's awesome, and uh, Florida didn't have its best player and still beat them. So, it makes me feel a little better about getting that point in the Pittsburgh game. Uh, but we move on two points against Washington. Now everything's hunky dory. It's yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie; I'm gonna the only kind of minor grip I have is we don't really have hockey until Wednesday, so it's just like, what are we gonna watch? What are we gonna watch until Wednesday? But. Uh, that's just but thank you for doing these as always Bill. like i appreciate all the call-ins and this setup you've been doing for a, a year now i think it is now just about yeah i've really liked this uh since we switched to the call-ins yeah about a year ago and thanks a lot nikki uh I, i've really really enjoyed this format i love being able to hear from people it's so much better uh than just reading your comments on like the facebook live or on twitch or whatever uh i, I really do enjoy this but it doesn't look like we have any more speaker requests, so unless anyone else has anything to say, uh, we gave away the alumni tickets already. Ryan Christman won those. I'm going to figure out a way to get in touch with you, Ryan. Um, man, good win. Oh, here's Ryan. Uh, he's uh, he's back. Let's go to – did I bring you up? Yeah, you're live on the post game, Ryan. I got you. I got you, man. I, I made a Twitter, uh, Twitter. I sent you a DM. So we're all – Oh, Perfect. Yeah, absolutely perfect. All right, that makes everything real easy. So that's awesome. Yeah, I got you. So um, the other thing is like good to see like TK coming coming and uh, going really hard down the net and trying to be old TK, chirping people, young people, spitting in their faces. Like I love it. Like it's it's good. Um, geez, what else? Wrist. No, his attitude. His attitude is a major part of this team's identity. Like the same way that. Uh, 
the same way that Kevin Hayes' swagger is a part of this team's identity. Like, we know we're going to get solid play out of Couturier. We know what Giroud does. But you need a little more just in terms of team identity and TK being the guy we think he is, uh, just in terms of production and bringing that attitude, I think makes us a more dangerous team. I, I, I completely agree. The other thing is, is like, whenever, whenever I get frustrated with this team and I see that, like, the guys that maybe weren't doing what they were supposed to do last year are doing it this year, but maybe we still lose a game. And then I turn around and think, well, we don't have Kevin Hayes. We don't have Ryan Ellis. We don't have Wade Allison. I'm like, when those guys come back, like, holy shit. Like, we might, we might really have something here. You know what I mean? That's this team, and it's still early, and lots of things can happen. And I like those guys, but coming off of injuries, I don't know what to expect out of them. But just thinking about it, yeah. What if the Flyers are actually good? Like, what if this team, uh, and have they played a ton of complete games? No, but 6 2 2 is 6 2 2. I will absolutely take it. What if this team is as good as we thought they were before the pandemic hit? Like, that January to March run, what if they're close to that? So much closer to that than, you know, we saw the last year. Uh, It's it's an exciting time thinking about what's next for this team. I'm looking forward to this upcoming schedule now because they're playing a bunch of tough teams. And, hey, they started this 15, 20-game stretch with three out of four points. This is Advertiser Content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snackin'. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And that's right. And you know what? It may take to January. Like, maybe we lose, uh, you know, two, three, four of the next games. But you got to think, like, once everybody's back, it's going to fall right back into that January. Like, we got the Olympic break. And then after that, maybe, you know, guys get healed. And then after that, maybe this team goes 13, 14, and, and two in two months uh, after the Olymp- uh, after the uh, Olympic break. You know, it, it just takes getting hot. If your goaltender gets hot, you can do it. And they have two guys right now who are getting the job done. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm optimistic for the first time in, I don't know, five years as a, as a Flyers fan. So, um, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. I, I want everybody to get healthy, get the team we're supposed to have, and uh, get her, you know, get everybody 100%. Get as many bank as many points as you can between now and then, between the Olympic break. Get through these tough teams, and then uh, let's let's do it, man. Absolutely, Ryan. I'm right there with you. This was this was a big one. Uh, uh, 
I know I try to come on and I look at the positives and then we talk about the negatives because it's just easier. Like we take the calls, we talk about what went wrong because we never want to give the other team credit, right? It's the Flyers played well or the Flyers did this, this, and this wrong and that's why they lost. But this is the first one where I'm like, all right, we might really have something here. Uh, Zach Boyle is joining us. Zach Boyle, you're live on the post game. Yeah, I think um... – I didn't watch a lot of the games because I had my brother over later and we just really got into the booze, which, you know, whatever. But, Can't fault you. Yeah, it was awesome. But the parts that I did see of the game, I just really saw a team that can be really well put together. And I, he, my brother doesn't know a lot about hockey. And he asked me, he was like, what's it going to come down to? Like, what? what is the actual situation that we need to worry about? And I was like, it's either going to be us or the Rangers. And looking at a game like this, I think that we really, really have a chance to go far in, in the playoffs. It, you just look at like, we're the only team that gave the Edmonton Oilers like a, their only loss. Like We are a good team through and through. It's just, we need the pieces to like slide into like where they need to be at the right time. No, it's tonight was a, we saw guys who we expect more out of actually give it to us. Like Provorov was excellent defensively tonight. We all really liked the Sanheim uh, wrist line and pairing tonight. Martin Jones, the backup goalie was excellent. Uh, Derek Broussard, the guy who's like, you know, started off great. And we're like, Oh, what a find. And then started to slip nets a goal tonight. There were so many uh, just, those little things that you need to be successful. We saw them tonight and that shows us the ceiling of the team. Like uh, coming into this game, I'm thinking, okay, how do we beat, how do we beat Washington? We beat them four, three, we beat them five, four. Like that's my thought process. It's going to be a high scoring game. We'll have to outscore them. That's not how it played out at all. And they were still able to win. That's, that's a real positive. I mean, if we had like two or three more pucks bounce our way, like this game could have been like four one, like very very easily could have been like four to one. Oh, they had they had a lot of opportunities, especially early the uh, the TK wraparound. Uh, there were a few that they could have busted this thing open. They didn't, and that's why I was kind of disappointed in the way they played the third period. It seemed like they played the third period as if they were up those four goals, and it was really only two nothing, and then two one, uh, but. It, they came away with the two points. Uh, they need to be more aggressive uh, down uh, in close games late, but uh, that, that's a complaint for a different day. They won a great game tonight. Yeah, I'm not going to complain about beating the Cavs no. in any capacity, like especially considering like what we've seen so far in the first month. Like I am just happy that they can hold their own and actually beat a team of this quality. Also, Martin Jones. I know that, like, people are kind of, like, in and out on him, and I'm not going to, like, defend him till like, kingdom come. But, like, I was saying it from day one. That man was just the product of, like, possibly the worst overall defensive strategy of all time. And Well, I mean, like, two of your top four defensemen there, and Martin Jones hadn't been good. Like, we can say whatever we want about San Jose, but he hadn't been good. But also, to your point, like, two of your top four defensemen are Eric Carlson and Brent Burns, who don't actually play defense. Like, puck puck possession is huge, and creating offense is huge, and I would never knock it. Like, I love both of those guys. They're a couple of the players that, like, make me love modern hockey, but – 
it's hard to judge a goalie, and like I'm guilty of it. I hated the Martin Jones signing, and a couple of weeks ago, I got into it with the whole Broad Street Hockey crew. I was screaming about how Martin Jones stinks and playing him was a mistake, but he has been absolutely awesome. Uh, one thing I'll say about his time in San Jose these last three years where his numbers have been terrible they did just keep running him out there. Like, no matter what, like, yeah, he's got an 895 save percentage. Doesn't matter. He's playing tomorrow, too. Like, he gave them their best chance. And even running? though they didn't, you know, maybe give him the best chance, they still looked at him as their number one goalie. Yeah, he was playing, like, what, 60 games? Like, 55, 60 Yeah, he's games. played more hockey than anyone the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Just like, yeah, this is a failing formula. Just throw him out there. But thanks, Bill. You got it. And to that point, like we all see like Martin Jones, uh, you know, how he, he wasn't good in San Jose these last uh, three seasons. But we all saw last year how things can really snowball with a goaltender and suddenly they're out of control. Like it seemed like that's the way things were going with Martin Jones in San Jose. And instead of like sitting him, they just said, fuck it, you're going back out there and dealt with him sucking. Uh I guess that's a strategy. Uh, you know, he was still, I guess, their number one goalie, and they were paying him to be that. So they just kind of said, you have to do your job or we're going to lose. But now that he's in a lesser role, less is expected of him, and he can just do what he did tonight and be solid. Give them a chance in games when Carter Hart isn't in there. Uh, I mean, goddamn, what else can you ask out of the backup goalie? Like I said earlier in the show, I was the guy a couple of weeks ago uh, screaming about how they don't need to play Martin Jones at all, and this is a disgrace that they're even playing him in front of the home crowd. Now, on the next Broad Street Hockey Radio, I am going to ask the group, how do we get Martin Jones more playing time? <laughs> so, And I'm going to ask it because it's going to drive them all nuts, and they're going to go, oh, you were the guy. But you, you guys know I don't give a shit about uh, being wrong ever. I'd rather be wrong. Like that's I, I prefer to be if it makes if the Flyers are good and I'm wrong about why they're good, I'm happy because the Flyers are fucking good. All right, guys, uh, that's it. We're going to wrap it up there. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, you've got to hit that subscribe button, search Broad Street Hockey, uh, wherever there are podcasts, and bang, you're just going to have content, content, content. Uh, these post games get uploaded shortly after I finish them, so they're on the podcast feed. If you miss them, you can always catch them on demand. Kelly's checking out the competition. Uh, great pre-game, pre-game shows. Uh, we talk to somebody in the uh, the opposing team's market and get a you know we check out the competition. We get uh, that point of view uh, on the upcoming game. Obviously, BSH Radio, the flagship show. We have Fly Perbole, Flyers Forecast. There is just so much shit. It's basically daily content during the season. So just uh, just subscribe to the podcast. Take my word for it. It's free. You'll really enjoy it. All right, that's it. Uh, I'm done for the night. Happy Saturday to everybody. Huge win. Let's get another one. Woo! Uh, my name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody.